First Samuel chapter 18. When David had finished speaking with Saul, Jonathan was bound to David in a close relationship and loved him as much as he loved himself. Saul kept David with him from that day on and, and did not let him return to his father's house. Jonathan made a covenant with David because he loved him as much as himself. Then Jonathan removed the robe he was wearing and gave it to David, along with his military tunic, his sword, his bow, and his belt. David marched out with the army and was successful in everything Saul sent him to do. Saul put him in command of the fighting men, which pleased all the people and Saul's servants as well. As the troops were coming back, when David was returning from killing the Philistine, the women came out from all the cities of Israel to meet King Saul, singing and dancing with tambourines, with shouts of joy, and with three stringed instruments. As they danced, the women sang, Saul has killed his thousands, but David his tens of thousands. Saul was furious and resented this song. They credited tens of thousands to David, he complained, but only, but they only credited me with thousands. What more can he have but the kingdom? So Saul watched David jealously from that day forward. The next day, an evil spirit sent from God came powerfully on Saul, and he began to rave inside the palace. David was playing the lyre as usual, but Saul was holding a spear, and he threw it thinking, I'll pin David to the wall. <coughs> but David got away from him twice. <coughs> David was afraid of Saul because the Lord was with David, but had left Saul. Therefore, Saul sent David away from him and made him commander over a thousand men. David led the troops and committed to be successful in all his activities because the Lord was with him. When Saul observed that David was very successful, he dreaded him. But all Israel and Judah loved David because he was leading their troops. Saul told David, here is my oldest daughter, Merab. I'll give her to you as a wife, if you will be a warrior for me and fight the Lord's battles. But Saul was thinking, I don't need to raise a hand against him. Let the hand of the Philistines be against him. Then David responded, 
who am I and what is my family or my father's clan in Israel that I should become the king's son-in-law when it was time to give Saul's daughter Merab to David he was given she when it was time to give Saul's daughter Merab to David she was given to Adriel the Mahalathite as a wife now Saul's daughter Michal loved David and it was reported to Saul it pleased him I'll give her to him Saul thought she'll be a trap for him in the hand of the Philistines will be against him so Saul said to David a second time you can now be my son-in-law Saul then ordered his servants speak to David in private and tell him look the king is pleased with you and all his servants love you therefore you should become the king's son-in-law Saul's servants reported these words directly to David but he replied is it trivial in your sight to become the king's son-in-law I am a poor commuter the servants reported back to Saul these are the words David spoke then Saul replied say this to David the king desires no other bride price except a hundred Philistine foreskins to take revenge on his enemies actually Saul intended to cause David's death at the hand of the Philistines when the servants reported these terms to David he was pleased to become the king's son-in-law before the wedding day arrived David and his men went out and killed 200 Philistines. He brought their foreskins and presented them as full payment to the king to become his son-in-law. Then Saul gave his daughter Michal to David as his wife. Saul realized that the Lord was with David and that his daughter Michal loved him. And he became even more afraid of David. As a result, Saul was David's enemy from then on. Every time the Philistine commanders came out to fight, David was more successful than all of Saul's officers. So his name became well known. Romans chapter 16. I commend to you our sister Phoebe, who is a servant of the church at Sincrae. So you should welcome her in the Lord in a manner worthy of the saints and assist her in whatever matter she may require your help. For indeed, she has been a benefactor of many and of me 
also give my greetings to Prisca and Aquila, my co-workers in Christ Jesus, who risked their own necks for my life. Not only do I thank them, but also, but so do all the Gentiles. Not only do I thank them, but so do all the Gentile churches. Greet also the church that meets in their home. Greet my dear friend Epaenetus, who is the first convert to Christ from Asia. Greet Mary, who has worked very hard for you. Greet Andronicus and Junia, my fellow countrymen and fellow prisoners. They are noteworthy in the eyes of the apostles, and they were also in Christ before me. Greet Ampliatus, my dear friend in the Lord. Greet Urbanus, our co-worker in Christ, and my dear friend Stachys. Greet Apelles, who is approved in Christ. Greet those who belong to the household of Aristobulus. Greet Herodian, my fellow countrymen. Greet those who belong to the household of Narcissus, who are in the Lord. Greet Tryphania and Tryphosa, who have worked hard in the Lord. Greet my dear friend Persis, who has worked, who has worked very hard in the Lord. Greet Rufus, chosen in the Lord, also his mother and mine. Greet Esencratus, Phlegon, Hermes, Petrobus, Hermas, and the brothers who are with them. Greet Philologus and Julia, Nurcus and his sister, and Olympus and all the saints who are with them. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the churches of Christ send you greetings. Now I urge you, brothers, to watch out for those who cause dissensions and obstacles. Contrary to the doctrine you have learned, avoid them. For such people do not serve our Lord Christ, but their own appetites. They deceive the hearts of the unsuspecting with smooth talk and flattering words. The report of your obedience has reached everyone. Therefore, I rejoice over you. But I want you to be wise about what is good, yet innocent about what is evil. The Lord God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus be with you Timothy, my co-worker, and Lucius, Jason, and Sosipater, my fellow countrymen,
greet you. I, Tertius, who wrote this letter, greet you in the Lord, Gaius, who is host to me and to the whole church, greets you, Erastus, the city treasurer, and our brother, Quartus, greets you. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Now, to him who has power to strengthen you according to my gospel and the proclamation about Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery kept silent for long ages, but now revealed and made known through the prophetic scriptures, according to the command of the eternal God, to advance the obedience of faith among all nations to the only wise God through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory forever. Amen. Now to him who has power to strengthen you according to my gospel and the proclamation about Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery kept silent for long ages but now revealed and made known through the prophetic scriptures according to the command of the eternal God to advance the obedience of faith among all nations to the only wise God through Jesus Christ to him be the glory forever Amen. Lamentations chapter 3. I am the man who has seen affliction under the rod of God's wrath. He has driven me away and forced me to walk in darkness instead of light. Yes, he repeatedly turns his hand against me all day. Bet. He has worn away my flesh and skin. He has shattered my bones. He has laid siege against me, encircling me with bitterness and hardship. He has made me dwell in darkness like those who have been dead for ages. Gamel. He has walled me in so I cannot escape. He has weighed me down with chains. Even when I cry out and plead for help, he rejects my prayer. He is walled in my ways with cut stones. He has made my paths crooked, delet. He is a bear waiting in ambush, a lion in hiding. He forced me off my way and tore me to pieces. He left me desolate. He strung his bow and set me as the target for his arrow. He he pierced my kidneys with his arrows. I am a laughingstock to all my people, mocked by their songs all day long. He filled me with bitterness 
satiated me with wormwood. Vav, he ground my teeth on gravel and made me cower in the dust. My soul has been deprived of peace. I have forgotten what happiness is. Then I thought, my future is lost, as well as my hope from the Lord. Zayin, remember my affliction and my homelessness, the wormwood and the poison. I continually remember them and have become depressed. Yet I call this to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's faithful love, we do not perish. Ket, for his mercies never end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness, I say. The Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will put my hope in him. The Lord, Tet, the Lord is good to those who wait for him. To the person who seeks him, it is good to wait quietly for deliverance from the Lord. It is good for a man to bear the yoke while he is still young. Yod, let him sit alone and be silent, for God has disciplined him. Let him put his mouth in the dust. Perhaps there is still hope. Let him offer his cheek to the one who would strike him. Let him be filled with shame. Calf. For the Lord will not reject us forever. Even if he causes suffering, he will show compassion according to his abundant, faithful love. For he does not enjoy bringing affliction or suffering on mankind. Lamed, crushing all the prisoners of the land beneath one's feet, denying justice to a man in the presence of the Most High, or suppressing a person's lawsuit. The Lord does not approve of these things. Who is there who speaks and it happens unless the Lord has ordained it. Do not both adversity and good come from the mouth of the Most High. Why should any person, why should any living person complain? Any man because of the punishment for his sins None. Let us search out and examine our ways and turn back to the Lord. Let us lift up our hearts and our hands to God in heaven. We have sinned and rebelled. You have not forgiven Semek. You have covered yourself in anger and pursued us. You have killed without compassion. You have covered yourself with a cloud. 
so that no prayer can pass through. You have made us disgusting filth among the peoples. All our enemies open their mouths against us. We have experienced panic and pitfall, devastation and destruction. My eyes flow with streams of tears because of the destruction of my dear people again. My eyes overflow unceasingly without end until the Lord looks down from heaven and sees. My eyes bring me grief because of the fate of all the women in my city, Sade, for no apparent reason. My enemies hunted me like a bird. They dropped me alive into a pit and threw stones on me. Water flooded over my head, and I thought, I'm going to die. I called on your name, Yahweh, from the depths of the pit. You hear my plea. Do not, do not ignore my cry for relief. You come near when I call on you. You say, do not be afraid. Resh, you defend my cause, Lord. You redeem my life, Lord. You see the wrong done to me. Judge my case. You see all their malice, all their plots against me, sin. Shin. Lord, you hear their insults, all their plots against me, the slander and murmuring of my opponents attack me all day long. When they sit and they, and when they rise, when they sit and when they rise, look, I am mocked by their songs. You will pay them back what they deserve, Lord according to the work of their hands. You will give them a heart filled with anguish. May your curse be on them. You will pursue them in anger and destroy them under your heavens. Psalm 34 Concerning David when he pretended to be insane in the presence of Abimelech, who drove him out, and he departed. I will praise the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. I will boast in the Lord. The humble will hear and be glad. Proclaim. Yahweh's greatness with me. Let us exalt his name. Together I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant with joy. 
their faces will never be ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him from all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and rescues them. Taste and see that the Lord is good. How happy is the man who takes refuge in him. You who are his holy ones, fear Yahweh. For those who fear him lack nothing. Young lions lack food and go hungry. But those who seek the Lord will not lack any good thing. Come, children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Who is the man who delights in life, loving a long life to enjoy what is good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from deceitful speech. Turn away from evil and do what is good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their cry for help. The face of the Lord is set against those who do what is evil to erase all memory of them from the earth. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears and delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is near the brokenhearted. He saves those crushed in spirit. Many adversities come to the one who is righteous, but the Lord delivers him from them all. He protects all his bones. Not one of them is broken. Evil brings death to the wicked and those who hate the righteous will be punished. The Lord redeems the life of his servants and all who take refuge in him will not be punished. 